Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Because Gretchen did a uh, like a, a WTF about half monkey, I thought we'd just do a WTF about the whole half everything. So, um, yay! Let's start though with some some hip opening because that's going to benefit us later. So start seated cross legs, and just get yourself a good little bow forward that you like, and little rock side to side. So there are all kinds of like like we've got half series A, we've got half series B. We've got half moon and all the uh, iterations thereof. Uh, yoga likes half. The word for half in Sanskrit is arda. Um, arda uttanasana is half lift, right? So, um, and uh, it's actually half fold in the actual transliteration of that. But uh, so we we just misuse the word all the time. But we're not going to misuse this practice. We're going to have good solid practice come on back to center and lift up we'll undo this switch sides take a little half bow and then we'll rock side to side also suggest you go out have a very nice um, dinner tonight order a half chicken and um that will be your your, your day will be like uh, after this go have a half calf for, you know just embrace the whole thing more sway through. We're going to come back up at center, cross the other leg in front, and we're just going to take a, a quarter turn. <laughs> Absolutely, I didn't mean this happen, but a quarter turn toward your right knee and just bow over, little rock there. And then you just take the left arm out and around and, and just... <laughs> See what's going on in your side body. Then circle yourself around to the other leg. We'll just go with other leg. And a little rock across there. And then that other arm reaching out. Extend. Breathe. And then we'll come back to... Center once more, lean out, other leg in front. And we're gonna take it over to the left, start the bow there. And that little bit of rock side to side at the quarter. Then the reach of the right arm, extend and breathe. And you'll just, a compass circle that around to the other side. Little rock there.
reach through the opposite arm. And on an inhale, undo it, come back to center, sit tall where you are and have a big shoulder shrug. It's like not a half shoulder shrug, but like a, a real little shoulder shrug. Then the half shoulder shrug, one arm only, big circle of shoulder up to ear. Go back into a twist with it and back to center. Then other side, lift up. Go back into a twist with it. Back to center and pause. Sit tall through your body. For those of you that are here for sphinx, make that sphinx action of arms at your sides, pressing the elbows down. Even if you weren't here for sphinx, do that. Get arms to the side seams of you, press your elbows down. Lift the back of your head up and back. Set your gaze eye level. Have a breath. Feel the elbows moving down, shoulder blades moving down, back of the head moving up, neck lengthening. We're going to keep that in the posture as you come around to down dog. So take a moment and let your neck get long. Reach through the back of your head. That's a weird thing to say, but like you're just trying to like, Take the back of your head toward the line of your thumbs and bend your knee, send your hip crease back. So you're getting as much length as possible from the back of your head to your hips. So the neck is in its natural length, the low back is in its natural length. Get breath in here. Open your mouth, let it go. And you're going to look forward to your right hand. Step your right foot straight ahead. Take all the time you need to get there. Back knee's coming down. Hands are coming to the front thigh. And you're going to dig in with the heel so that the hips come forward. And then push the heel forward so the hips drift a little back. So micro lunges here. Pull in. And press out. And it's not a big motion. And you'll notice uh, it's not chest forward. So take a look uh, at or just uh, inner gaze at your spine. Vertical. So like I want my body to be vertical. Not here. So if you're not sure, look at me right here. You've got some chest forward. Bring your body up. Right. So you could take the hands off. There's no leaning. It's all in the core. Pull into your front heel. Stay low. Inhale. Arms up. Fingertips touch. The arms are in front of your eyes. Squeeze in. See your tricep muscles squeezing in. Lift up. Maybe you don't see your muscles because they're got sleeves that's fine then exhale hands to the mat chest forward tuck your back toes lift the hips out of the line of stretch going right back to down dog set your gaze so that you lengthen from hips to head and then look to your left hand step the left foot forward take all the time you need to get there to the low lunge back knee is down and then you're gonna climb up hands to thigh and what's going to be tempting here for all of us is for the body to lean forward you won't let that happen so pull and push with the front heel in order to move the hips forward and back. Your shoulders stay stacked over your hips. Yeah, good that they're stacked over your hips, not mine. Like your shoulders or your hips. But one line upward rather than forward. So chest up. You can imagine like balancing something on your sternum, lift up into it. Balancing something on the back of your head, lift up into it. Good. Stay abdominals in, heart up. Then dig into the front heel. Press the front foot down all three points. 
Arms are going to go up overhead. You're seeing them in the uh, peripheral vision. They're not behind your arm. They're not behind your eyes. Not mountain lion scaring away bows. Squeeze the arms in. Fingertips together. Press the fingertips into one another. Reach up. Feel that from the front of the hip through the fingers. Then hands to heart. Hands to mat. Tuck your back toes. Lift your hips out of the line of stretch. That's important. Down dog. Breathe out. Breathe in. Lengthen from hips to head to hands. Press them down and forward. Accelerate into the floor. Then you look forward and walk forward into a ragdoll. Wrap your arms around each other. Get a little sway. Nice, nice work. All right. Release your hands to the mat. Walk your feet together. And then inhale, reach to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, lift your chest. Half series A, bow forward. Press your feet down. You're controlling that descent. And inhale, lift halfway, flat back. Take your arms at your sides if you like, like locust, like airplane. And then exhale. Hug down and in, curl tightly in. Press your feet down again. Reach out, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, bend your fingers. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold down and in, curl tight. Right, Asan A, inhale, reach up. Exhale, bow forward. And breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. We're going to curtail this on A here. For half series B, inhale, come forward, high plank. Exhale, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Empty. And full breath in, come forward, high plank. Use that full breath to make the longest and strongest plank you got. Exhale. This is a long time to be moving to Chaturanga, so this should be shaky. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. The half series B makes you glad that usually we don't uh, do that when we do. Full suns. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, bow forward. When you lift halfway, be sure your weight's not rocking back into your heels. Press your feet down. Breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose. Particularly if you're taking your arms by your sides, don't let that, uh, don't let that part happen. Exhale. Fold forward, a full sun A. 
take the half lift, but press into the ball, the big toe. So the weight goes forward, right? Our body's going to try to cheat and send it back to the heels. Don't let it. Plant your hands, step back. High to low push-up. Breathe all the way out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Get ball the big toe down. The weight moves forward and yeah, exhale, you fold. And sit your hips back now, weights in your heels. Ukitasana. Exhale, we'll fold. Control that sweep down by using abdominals and back muscles. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. High or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Breathe out, down dog, empty. Step your right foot forward to the right hand. Back foot flat, press your feet down, rebound up. Warrior one. Hands to your heart, spin your back heel up. The fingertips on the floor. Nice, down dog. Stay or half series, inhale, forward, high plank. Press the floor, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Empty, left foot forward. Back foot turns flat to the diagonal. Breathe in, reach up. Sit low in your front thigh. When you exhale, hands to heart, spin your back heel up. Fingertips down, chest stays lifted. Step back, down dog, stay, or with precision, forward to a high plank. Low push up. Breathe all the way out. Then breathe in up dog. Yes, this is called how not to be a human projectile during sun B. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Have a breath. The unfortunate truth about poses like chaturanga or halfway lift or any of them is that if they start to feel easy, we've started to slip in how we're paying attention. And this should feel good, but not easy. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway. Weight forward in the feet, draw your heart forward. This is a cantilever effect there. Exhale, bow forward. Good. One more round, sun B. We're gonna do full sun B, sit back, lift your chest. Right? If you're not sitting low enough for this to be effort, get lower. Then exhale, hold chest to thighs, press your feet down to the floor, let your head go. When you take halfway lift, stamp the ball of your big toe into the mat, abdominals in, heart forward, shoulder blades towards your hips. Plant your hands, control the downward actions, pressing the floor, breathe in, 
upward facing dog. Press back, down dog. Get empty. Look to your right hand. Pick up the right foot. Plant it. Back foot flat. Plant it. Feet press down. You reach up. And then hands to your heart. Spin your back heel up. Chest stays up. Plant your hands. Go low when your breath is empty. Upward facing dog. Right. Any faster than that, right? And it's probably gravity doing the work and momentum. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Feel the end of the exhale. Then left foot forward, back foot flat. Press down to rise up. And you're feeling this in your legs, you're feeling your core, you're feeling it through your arms, your head. Then hands to heart, spin the back heel up. Bow. Chest stays light as you step back. Press the floor. Low push up. Okay, there's a little shakiness there. You're doing it right. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Press your hands down. Press your feet down. Breathe out. Down dog. And then knees to your mat. Take child's pose, which uh, actually should feel easy. Breathe. So the good news is if you're moving your body, you're moving your body, right? Like that's A, number one. Like do not feel like ever bad about anything you do on a yoga mat that you are like here breathing and moving your body. It's still true that if we want each one of these poses to require our attention physically, mentally, emotionally, just unequivocally. And when they all get kind of slopped together through gravity or momentum, right? We're not doing as much good as we could be, right? That's just, you're still doing good. You're still doing well, also good. Uh, but I came here to maximize, to optimize. Coming up to hands and knees and back to down dog. And we'll look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Again, forward. All right, so heels will stay down. Exhale, bow in, but uh, but our body gets it gets smart, and it will will start doing things that can cheat us of the pose. Breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose, and then exhale, eagle. Wrap your right arm under. Let's go for a bear hug. Arms, arms around, hands to opposite shoulder blade, and right leg over top. Sit low. Then just crawl fingertips around until they're as far as they're going to get in there. Elbow points up and then press into your standing foot, draw your abdominals in. Be able to feel like you have the ability to move your hips, that they're not stuck by the fact that you're having to become rigid in balance. So you could let your tailbone move back. You can let your tailbone move forward. You could take your hips right. You take hips left. Bring them center. Kind of unwind and reach up. That being said, in eagle, we want the pelvis to level in the center, but not through rigidity. Left arm underneath, arms around, left leg on top. All right. So most common thing yoga teacher sees in this is where you just like push your legs together and uh, just try to make it through the pose. Right. Instead, shin bones hug in, abdominals hug in. Elbow points lift, chest lifts, back of the head lifts. 
And then you have some freedom around how you work that standing leg. So uh, right now we're doing that with hips forward, back, side, side. But what you really could do with that is sit them lower. Right. If you have no uh, mobility in the pose, it's hard to, to get depth. Next inhale, I'm going to unwind, reach up. From here, practice arms at your side, and then, uh, then to W at the side. So the, the elbows are really kind of quite, quite close in here. Right. And then right leg back to a toe. Good. Squeeze your right leg, bend the knee, hug the elbows in more. So feel the shoulder blades move in and lift the heart. Then you take the arms back as if this were a like locust or an airplane. The so right hand wants to catch the foot, great. Left hand too, great. Foot to hand, hand to foot. This is the other half of half pigeon. So when we do the half pigeon, one knee forward, the, uh, the other half is catching the foot with both hands behind. Uh, we're just doing it here where it's a little easier to do it. <laughs> Exhale, release, hands to heart center. And if that sounds funny, that standing on one foot is the easier way to get that clasp. Yes, that is yoga, my friends. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out. Comes down to cactus and then into W shape. So the elbows really pull down the elbows. Uh, the shoulder blades really pull into center. Squeeze your left leg tight. Take it back to a toe. Lift the foot. Bend the knee. Right. Keep squeezing shoulder blades down. Points the shoulder blades coming in toward the center of the back. Lifts the chest up. We got back bend. And left hand maybe catches the foot. Right hand maybe catches the foot as the arms go back. If not, arms are back like locust. If the hands catch the foot, great. If all not, also great. But if they do, foot to hand, hands to foot, chest puffs up here. Not that uh, simulation of, of pigeon pose. On an exhale, slowly release. Hands to heart, foot to mat pause. Close your eyes and Feel the sensations moving through your body, the different vortexes of sensation in different spots, probably. Perhaps what's moving through you is a lot of thought, emotion. Maybe it's breath. Maybe it could be breath. Check out what's going on at your feet, legs, core body face, throat, arms. On an inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And exhale, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Remember, weight forward in the front of the feet too. And plant your hands, step back, high or low, push up. Press the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog. Feet together on your inhale. Take your left, right leg, right leg up, three-legged dogs. When you exhale, bend the knee. Have a big step on your center line. Back foot flat. Come up and around to warrior two with your hands to your hips. Set your gaze to your side wall, eye level. 
and and your eyes stay there. Just, right, that is your one job is to to drishti that spot. Then feel your feet, fan your toes. What's going on there? What direction are they pointing without seeing? Because you're your toes. What are they doing? Right, and if your eyes had to see everything your feet did all day, man, we would never get anything done. So gaze straight ahead. Can you take this stance? further apart. Can you wiggle front foot forward, back foot back? Again, without needing to babysit that. Right? Can you keep your head level? Eyes set. Press into your front foot, straighten the leg. Right? Press into your back foot. Feel the heel back there really anchoring you. As you tip toward triangle, slide the right hand down toward the shin, still looking at your side wall. You have one job. It's looking at your side wall. Left shoulder stacks over right. You're still just meditating on that one spot on your side wall. And left arm up. Press your feet down. Draw your heart forward and up. Breath in. When you breathe out, upper hand to your hip, bend your front knee, come back to warrior two. Set your gaze to the sidewall. Inhale, straighten your front leg again. Front arm up. Reverse triangle. So we're doing the exact opposite thing. You're, you're increasing the space across the hip joint up front. Dig the heel in, dig the ball, the big toe in, chest up, and then exhale. And to hit, turn all of your toes toward the side edge of your mat. You like for straddle. If you want to change sides, go for it. Lift up, bow forward to halfway to half straddle bow. Just because we can. Heart forward. And then bow pull with your left elbow. Let the right hip drop in. You're twisting toward left, left shoulder second on top of right. And you're going to set your gaze to that wall in the same way we've been practicing. Just eyes set, soft, then be able to press into your feet to know what your feet are doing. Exhale, release that hand down. Still in that half lift straddle. Walk your hands around toward the front of the mat into a low lunge. Then step the back foot up until it goes flat for pyramid. And you may or may not go all the way flat, but step it in a good amount. The right hip will try to swing out right for most of us with, with working hips. Pull the hips into your center line by pressing your front foot down. So a lot like how we had that control in the micro lunges with the front foot. Take the front heel in, ball the big toe in, keep the right hip in towards center. We got pyramid and then you know block around. It'd be nice to have it here. If not, no big deal. You're gonna walk to that half lift and block underneath your left hand. Bow pull twist with the right arm into twisting triangle. Press your front foot down, slide the hip back. Uh, personally, back heel lifts. Yours does or doesn't. Either way, uh, the back heel lifting for most of us will help to alleviate sacroiliac joint discomfort. Uh, if you have SI joint discomfort, discomfort around your hips in this pose, definitely lift the back heel. Breath in, heart forward. Your gaze is at your sidewall like it's your job. And then look to your mat, bring the right hand down, step back, down dog. Stay or half series, inhale forward to a high plank. Exhale, low for six. 
Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath where you are. Let it go completely. Walk your feet together, center line. And inhale, left leg up, three-legged dog. Bend the knee, knee to chest, big step, back foot flat. Up to warrior two, go hands to hips. And then most important thing we're going to do with this, you look to your side wall, right? Like you have feet, they have been in your feet your entire life since you got here. Unless, I mean, I don't know anyone who has a prosthetic, but definitely if you have a prosthetic foot, like go ahead and like look at that thing, like just like take care of it. If you don't, if you have feet that you were born with, Look to your sidewall and note that you can feel your feet, that they that you have a functioning nervous system, right? That your brain and your feet are connected. Right. And we shortcut that a lot for ourselves. And in doing so, we waste our own time here. Right. So instead of shortcutting the attention, right, deepen your attention by following like from your brain down through your body, feel your feet. If you then walk the pose into a longer where to keep the gaze where it is, keep the gaze where it is, and you just walk feet a little further away from one another. It's proprioception, knowing where your body is in space and being able to use it. Not just knowing where it is, but can you do something with it when you know? We're gonna straighten the front leg. And your gaze to your side wall is just going to follow the tilt of your body as you come down in a triangle. And heart up and forward, that hand on your shin is going to be real light. Hand to your hip crease up top or hip point up top. And if you prefer, right arm up. Press your feet down, back heel, center of your chest, lift. And then top hand to your hip as you come back up, warrior two. Like set your gaze to your side wall, feel your feet. If they need to come in a bit, then they will tell you. There's a nice cat view there. Press into your front foot, straighten the front leg and reach up through the left arm. So you've got that unhinging of triangle into the reverse triangle. So there's triangle, there's reverse triangle, this thing. I think is made up. They're all made up. And then there's that revolve, that twisting one. Come on up, back to center, turn to the side of your mat. For straddle, we're going to lift. We're going to bow only halfway. You know, fingertips or a block. That, that'd be nice. Blocks up. And then pressing into both feet. And bow pull, right elbow. And open, left hip's going to move in. Press into both feet, look to your side wall. Again, you got one job in this pose, right? Set the gaze, then feel what you can feel. So when you let your eyes just settle, you can feel your feet. Press in and then back to center slowly. We're going to walk the hands around. Take the front foot over a, a good deal so it comes in line with its own hip. Back foot steps up to go flat in a pyramid. And you'll be a flat-ish, doesn't have to go like that. You're pulling your left hip in towards center. Body is trend is going to be 
left hip out and uh, torso over the right to bring yourself into that center line. Press into your front foot. Uh, if that is way too hard, like if it's just not happening, stance is too long. If it's not challenging, your stance is too short. I mean, unless you just want to be here and like kind of grooving and feeling good. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Again, there's just nothing wrong with that. But you just know that like all of these to to develop your practice, your flexibility, range of motion, your mental acuity, right? They'll all need to be a little challenging. But again, if you like, just need peace and, and love, like you just do peace and love. Draw your heart forward to that halfway lift. Right hand on the block. Press your feet down. Bow pull, left arm toward revolve triangle. And for me, back heel lifted is the secret to making this able to be done. And if your back heel stays down and you, you feel like you can center your hips like that, totally cool. For a lot of us, the hips will stay over to the left if we don't lift the back heel a little bit. Set your gaze to your side wall. Breathe here. And bring hand to mat. Step back, down dog. Breathe out. Stay here or child's pose or that half series. Come forward, high plank. Breathe out. That full breath out, chaturanga. It's a big deal. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Breathe out, down dog. We're going to bring knees down. The most fun entry into Sphinx, well, maybe not the most fun. We're going to like water slide it into Sphinx. You're going to slide forward onto your forearms and then allow everything to just fall into place with that Sphinx. Again, the, uh, the dialing that in, the elbows are in line with your shoulder side to side and the elbow crease is slightly in front of your shoulder. So you have room to pull the arms into the floor and press the elbows down, lift the tips of your ears, lift the back of your head, breathe here. And you squeeze your right leg tightly, take it up to as high as it's gonna go without dropping your abdominals down. It's a abdominals light on the floor, maybe lift it off the floor. And then release slow. Pause, and you probably note that the right leg feels a little longer than the left. Uh, buoy up in the upper body. Take that good frame of sphinx. Make sure you still got it. Elbows down, back of the head up. Squeeze the left leg tightly. Lift up to the tips of the ears, back of the head. And then foot down slowly. And it's possible the left leg now feels like it's longer than the right. Breathe here. And then when you breathe out, lengthen forward and down to rest your head on your hands. Let the upper back get really broad and receive breath. And you come back into Sphinx and um, half frog. So half frog elements being not my favorite both. Uh, doable in different ways for all of us, but I'm going to start in Sphinx. 
you might start like I am like in the praying sphinx. Uh, lift your chest, get everything dialed in as we would for sphinx pose to gaze straight ahead. Bend your right knee. Okay. Now, it's going to be really tempting to use your eyes to do all this. Look straight ahead, like get your job, like you were that sphinx pose. If you haven't looked at one lately, Google it. Sphinx has got this like serious stare. You're going to take your right arm and bring it around. Just, just compass circle around the floor. Catch the outer edge of the right shin or foot. So we got that. You're looking straight ahead. Your chest is straight ahead. So the, the, the thing that we're trying to take out of this is any rotation. Right? So this is not a rotation pose. This is, uh, you're looking straight ahead. Your right knee is pointing straight back. It may try to wing out to the side. Imagine hugging a block between your legs. So for right now, most of us, your uh, abdominals and chest is lifted. You've got a hip opening in front of the hip. Keep it. If you want to turn your hand around to the inside, just move it over the toes. Keep looking straight ahead. Right then, you can you can add that little press like in dancer. There's one more way to turn the hand in this that is half frog. You may want to watch this, but if you watch it, come undone and watch it before you. Uh, so I'm going to look straight ahead. I'm going to bend my elbow and spin my fingers around and line my toes. Now the heel of my palm is putting pressure across the bridge of my foot, back leg pressing down, heel as close to the glute muscle as it can, again, knee or foot might try to wing out to the side, to bring them in. Breath here, then a slow dissolve of whatever you got going on, back to sphinx, back to elbows out to the sides, and rest your head. So that was half frog, Arda Bekasana, which, really has nothing to do with the full frog that we we particularly practice. Um, but decent pose. It's, uh, it's back up to elbows for sphinx because apparently when you have a half pose, you gotta do both sides. That's it. That is the problem with this one, Gretchen. Like you got half, you gotta do it twice. Bend the left knee. You're lifting your chest. So you're getting the back bend here. Now, it's your job to look straight ahead, right? The rest of it is all slicing on the cake. If you're looking straight ahead in sphinx pose, the arm, just bring it around, compass circle, don't do any backstroke for any weird thing. Just compass circle around. Can it catch the foot? Can you catch the foot with your gaze, the center of your chest, straight ahead? And if you can, cool. And if not, no deal. Uh, this is not a valuable life skill, really. But one thing it can get us, you're pressing your hip points toward the floor, abdominals in, maybe get front of thigh stretch. That's good. Take your hand slider around the toes. Go thumb up beside the big toe. Right, so this is, again, you know what your body's doing. You're not having to watch it. The problem with the, the having to watch it, A, it's just, you know, it's not as mindful. But B, you take yourself all out of line, and this gets wonky on the shoulder. And then if you want, you turn your hands around. You turn your hand around so that the fingers line up same direction as toes. Heel the palm across the bridge of the foot, right at the base of the toes and you bring your heel in toward your bum cheek. Uh, for most of us, we'll feel this more in shoulder than we will in the hip. Get you straight ahead, chest straight ahead, breathe here, and then do it. Elbows down, pause here, breath. 
And this time we're gonna walk the hands in and press ourselves back to child pose. up to your knees as if we're going to take camel and so uh half camel is interesting because like the, the half camel that we do is really big and dramatic in one arm and has nothing to do with camel itself uh, so we're going to work on the part of half camel that actually has to do with camel take your right foot forward in that uh taking a knee pose right and uh if, if you don't have camel it's the one where we're just we would just be like we'd be here and it'd be the side bend and it's beautiful it's great it's awesome Let's work this more like it's going to be camel. Um, so abdominals in and bring the hands around the hips, thumbs at your sacrum, press your sacrum down, pull your abdominals in front of the pelvis up. You can take your hands either side of the sacrum, fingertips up, right? press your front foot down. More importantly, press your back foot down. It gets forgotten in the half camel. So back foot pressing the mat. Right? That's where the, the camel, right? the half camel of half camel, it's what we're doing with the back leg. Breath in and then come on up slowly. Hands down, step back, child's pose. And come up and uh, those of you who, who have posable thumbs, did you feel the back leg in working in that pose? Or do we need to go over it again? Back leg, cool. Excellent, good. Thank you. Thank you for the posable thumbs. Um, that's something that, I don't know, your yoga teacher tends to forget to say in half camel because there's a lot going on in it. So come on up again to the position that we would take for camel itself. So pause. So just, just give a momentary thought to this. Press both feet down like you were in that uh, half camel. Remember the, the sensation? Press your feet like that. That's the action we want in full camel like every single time, like every time. Left foot forward. And then so so the, the 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 big kind of crazy like King Arthur kind of looking thing we're not gonna do. Uh, you can do it if you want. Press into your front foot. Take your hands to your sacrum. Really important here part of camel that we lift the hip points in. They want to go forward like they did in that lunge early on. Pull them back so that you're vertical. Hands can go to either side of the sacrum. That's going to be more a function of how long your arms are, how you were shaped or you could keep thumbs there. But now press into your back foot and you feel the, the hip opening, the front of body opening you get from that. Also glute and hamstring strengthening. And then gaze in line with your neck, get breath in. When you breathe out, dig into your front heel to help you come upright, step back to down dog or child's pose. Breath in. Breath out. And then knees down, and there's one of these uh, full camel. Press both feet down, just like you just learned how to do. Right? I mean, maybe you didn't just learn it, but we just felt. Right? Press it down, hands on either side. Even just, just forget about everything else except for that anchoring through the feet, the strengthening through the back of the legs. Let your upper body go where it goes. Forget that you have arms that you could take down. Don't take them down. If you have them at your side, just hug the elbows toward one another. Breath in. Abdominal in to come up. Nicely done. Hands down. Back to down, dog. Breath in. 
breath out. Can you be totally radical? Look to the right elbow. Pull your right knee to your right elbow. Rock forward and then one-legged plank, knee to elbow. Place your front shin bone down. We're going to come into half pigeon. So half pigeon, Ika Pada Raja Kapatasana. One-legged king pigeon pose. If you've got blocks, bring them underneath your hands. Right? So the one-leggedness that it's talking about is that we're only focusing on this front leg in, in this variation. In full pigeon pose in, in Raja Kapatasana, right, king pigeon, we're in this with the back knee bent. Right? And then uh, sometimes called queen pigeon pose where both arms go back just like we just did in dancer. Right, so if you've got, uh, if you if you want, you can slide a block underneath your hip to get there. If you want to be here, cool, be here. Uh, the the king pigeon, actually, the arms go like wheel. They go over top of the head. They reach back. The hands and foot catch together. I'm told. Right, so that, that's another way to be in it. Either way, front shin bone presses the floor. And then when you exhale, down slowly out of it and back to down dog. Breathe here. And then, you know, like it's, it's almost like, it's just like it's too radical for, for, for yoga, but you can do pigeon without flailing the leg behind you or even lifting the leg behind you. Look to your left elbow, bring your left knee to that elbow, rock forward into a plank. Hug the shin bone up toward the thigh. Let the shin bone place itself. Slide the back foot back. So we've got Ekapada Rajakapatasana, what we know as pigeon, which uh, should really start calling like uh, Eka or pigeon one. Uh, then maybe you have the ability to bend the back knee. For a lot of us, that ability is going to be enhanced by putting your hands on blocks. Do you need to have the ability to be in the back knee for this post to work for you? No, no. But uh, you might want to slide block underneath the front hip. Then the, the one hand going back, same hand catching, right? Other hand catching. Cool. They, sometimes called queen pigeon. I don't know about that, but um, it's just totally fine. It works really well, works the body in a way that most of us can really use that kind of locust airplane. Uh, then there's that other variation where the arms go overhead like wheel. There is a different uh, thing that's sometimes done, and it is done and has evolved only in Instagram culture. Um, it's called mermaid, where you turn all sideways and do this. Um, I am not the one who said it. A teacher I really love and admire said it. That's garbage. Don't do it. Hands down. Slowly step back, down dog. I've done mermaid a million times. Um, it wasn't called mermaid when I learned it, but uh, it's very trendy. It's also pretty darn bad for your spine and shoulder in terms of what you have going on in that. It's pretty. It makes a great picture. If you're doing yoga to make good pictures, then absolutely do it. If uh, you're doing yoga to make your body healthier, uh, skip it. Breath in. Open your mouth. Let it go. You know, look through your hands, walk, hop, crawl, dance, skip through to seated, one and done with your bridge or your wheel. But we've done a lot of backbending up until now. So um, give yourself the go at that wheel, even if you don't normally like it. 
dig your feet in, press your hands down, the breath. You will slowly make your way down. Suttabhadakanasana. Hands to your thighs. You're going to take the thigh muscle and press it away from the hips. And we do this different ways, uh, different days. Today, just stay with the, the, the lengthening of the thighs away from the hip. The breath in. And breath out. Breath in. This time as you breathe out, let that pressure go. Let the hands just get soft. Let the arms get soft. Let them drop heavy to the floor. Bring knees together. And a good hug just into the chest. So pretty, uh, pretty tight. Nose to knees, knees to nose. Wrapped up as you can get. So as much of a, like a, a rocking chair, the, the rocker of your spine, you do not have to rock. Absolutely do not have to rock. And uh, if you have any concerns about bone density or uh, you, your spine, don't rock. If you like rocking, add a little rocking chair action here. If that's not for you, uh, make your way to down dog when you're ready. Certainly if it feels good and no bone density it choose, go for it. Make my way back to down dog. And when you get there, breath in through your nose. And breath out through your mouth. Drive your hands down and forward. Check in with your head. And your hips. One line, hands, head, hips. Then we'll take right leg up and back behind. So you've got split from the left foot to the right. You're gonna walk your hands in toward the left foot, taking a standing split of it. Fun stuff. Walk your hands back out, your three-legged dog. Bend the upper knee, knee to chest. Step through as far as you can into that full spread. Back knee then comes down. What? Yeah, that's what we just did. Breath in. And breath out. So what you'll notice when we come at it this way is that our hips are a lot further forward. That's really cool. Someone just left. I get it. Dig the front heel in. But what you'll notice is the hips are farther forward. We're not as hinged at the left hip. Right? Bend your front knee, which is the opposite of what we normally think of as a split. Bend the front knee. Let the back hip drop heavier toward the floor. Oh, whoever that was, everyone come back in. All right, we got to get let Emily back in. I think maybe her cat uh, ejected her from the. Did Pip do that? Is that Pip? <laughs> Cats and laptops don't go well. So you've got back knee down, right? And the front leg is relatively uh, bent, digging the front heel in. 
Then we're going to shift the hips back, let the right heel come with us. Traditional half monkey god, Ardha Hanumanasana. Press your back foot down. Again, same, same thing we were doing before. Back foot pressing down is going to change the entire thing you have going on. Breath in. Breath out. And so what we'll notice here is the back hip is really is really kind of folded, right? Which is not ever going to help you get to a split. All right. So this this pose is great for, for hamstring opening. When you press the back foot down, really intensifies that. And we'll walk out again. And both legs just go as straight as they're willing to go for you right now. Your breath. Uh, blocks under your hands are great here. Body's going to get tipped forward like it was in that lunge. But if you can walk back to upright, do. If you can take the arms up overhead, do. Then to come out of this, both hands down, you're going to roll onto the right side. You're going to roll out of this thing. Bend the front knee. Take your time. Back to down dog. Breath in, breath out. When you inhale, left leg up behind you, three-legged dog. Walk your hands back as far as they're going to go toward the right foot. Keep lifting the left leg, tighten it so that the upper leg action, just as important as lower leg action, just like this, the upper leg is the back leg of the split. Tightening it will increase the sensation and the stability. And walk back out to a three-legged dog. And then you're bending the upper knee. You made some clearance for yourself. Need a check. Right? This is not a flop and drop. This is stepping the leg through into now what's like a really long pyramid pose is that leg has gone through the arms fake it till you make it we're going to bring back knee then down so now we have something that is more along the lines of halfway to split does that make sense like most of us were we're kind of halfway toward a split definitely much more so than when our hips go back toward our back heel from here dig your front heel in go ahead and bend the front knee though Give yourself a different angle on the hip stretch. We're here for three. Actually, we're here for as long as it took to uh, to bring Emily back to us. Um, so, if someone's cat, please eject them from. Um, it's great. We got we got the perfect amount of time in this pose. Two more breaths. And then make your way back toward traditional Ardha Hanumanasana, which is the back foot pressing down, front heel pressing down, and you're, you're kind of wedge-shaped. Right? And again, really good hamstring stretch. For, I mean, good is relative. Uh, meant to be hamstring cap opening here. Not so great at giving us the postural elements of Hanumanasana. So, um, you know, 
things get named funny all the time. Then what we're gonna do is walk back out. And if you do have blocks, like, like if you have them, don't, uh, don't be shy. These are gonna like, even if you can do a full split, they're gonna help you uh, do it with more grace and uh, move into it with greater care. So give yourself greater ease and grace and care. So you get to whatever you get to toward a full split. Then your work is not done. Oh, Violet, Violet is gonna is gonna give us uh, some some extra time. Well, the body wants to pull forward. Don't let it go up like we do in those lunges. Now, for some of us, right? If we if we shove at that, it's gonna show up in the low back. Uh, it's an abdominal lift that gets you to center. When you when you're in the split and you can take the arms up because you are fully grounded and your body is already vertical, then arms up. We don't want to be going, trying to go arms up when the body's forward, but arms up. And uh, we are simulating Hanuman, the monkey god, jumping from Sri Lanka to India, which is like, we're already, uh, we're already approximating a lot there. So don't even worry if you've got like, like serious approximation of this, because none of us is getting that full pose. I'll tell you right now. Press into your hand and roll onto the outer edge of the left thigh. Bend the knee in, back around. We'll meet up in down dog from wherever you may be. Down dog. Look through your hands, walk across to seated. And take that seated shoulder stand action. We're feet are together, legs up together. Hands back behind, walk them way back so that when you bend your elbows, forearms are moving toward vertical. Maybe they are, maybe they're not, but they're, yeah, they, they won't be underneath you like this per se, a bit more vertical. Then elbows hug in, chest lifts up, squeeze the legs, zip them together, neck in line. This is natural shape, breath in. And then breath out, slowly walk your hands and walk your hips in towards your heel, like down onto your back. Take a moment, catch your knees, hug them in. Any finishing poses or skip them. Move directly to Shavasana. Your body is drawing you toward certain movements for sure. Follow it. You can rest, rest when you can. Back to that idea of if you are here, if you are moving your body and breathing, you are doing well and you are doing yourself some good. It won't matter if you get full poses or half poses or like the half poses that are full poses. You'll have done well and you'll have done good. And there is truly something to be said about challenging yourself 
in healthy ways. But a healthy challenge rather than perfectionism, a useful challenge rather than struggle, right? defining and discerning right, what those things are in your body on any given day is the yoga. That we're always working within that realm of, of healthy challenge. which isn't to say we would never work simply for joy and pleasure, right? but even those things to fully experience require our attention. We have some time here in rest to, to rejuvenate. By paying attention to the relaxation. Just as you pay attention to a challenging pose. That attention, that awareness, that proprioception of your own rest. Is useful work. You have the ability to stay here a while, to enjoy the day at your own pace. Do that. If you are ready to move again, start lightly. Feel your fingers and toes. Give them just a, a wave of movement. Then roll gently to your right side again. Wave-like action. The wave-like action of breath draws you up seated. Take a moment to land, to be still in your body so you feel the waves of breath. Mm -hmm. Bring thumbs together at sternum. Feel a sternum lift to thumbs and then close the hands into Anjali. We'll sternum lifts up into the hands. Feel the front of the body lift and broaden. And thumbs to forehead center. Take a moment. Appreciate whatever it is here that is good and right. And thank you for joining that was us awesome, here. Thanks for being here. You online in our Zoom Namaste. classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.